In the beginning was the word. See, you think uh, religion is for suckers and easy marks and mollycoddles, huh? You think Jesus was some kind of a sissy, eh? Jesus had guts. This week on History Makers, we talked to Dr. Vishal Mangalwadi. He's been described by Christianity Today as India's foremost Christian intellectual. He knocks around with guys like Dr. Ravi Zacharias and Chuck Colson. And uh, we've got him on the line from the States. Welcome to History Makers, Dr. Vishal. Tell us a little bit about your upbringing in India. What was family life like for you? Well, thank you very much for having me. My grandparents from both sides had become Christian about 100 years ago. So I grew up in a Christian home in a state which was by and large Hindu with some Muslims. I received Jesus uh, when I was a teenager, just 13 or so, in a moral struggle. I was struggling with my habits of lying and stealing. I saw them as problems of lack of willpower that I can't control my tongue, I lie habitually. But gradually I became very frustrated. I was trying to have strong willpower and found that I didn't. So then I heard the gospel that Jesus came to save sinners and my problem was sin, not lack of willpower. So I surrendered my life to Christ, asked him to forgive me and change me. When I came to the university, however, um, two years studying philosophy, I began to doubt everything that I had believed as a child. And that began my intellectual quest into what is truth. Uh, The church was more the party of faith. University was the party of truth. So I wanted to know the truth and believe the truth. And then as I reviewed my course in philosophy uh, towards the end of my um, undergraduate studies in philosophy, I realized that my professors knew that they didn't know the truth and that the philosophers didn't know the truth. And many philosophers were coming round to believe that actually the human mind cannot know the truth. And that restarted my quest. How do we know the truth? And uh, it uh, led me back to the Bible, that the Bible indeed was the truth. And um, uh, since then I've been serving Christ. I began, my, my wife and I were married in 75, so 36 years ago. And we began our married life serving the poor in central India. And that experience moved us into a political activism, organizing untouchables and peasants as political force for change. And through this period, I kept uh, reflecting and writing, and I have now done 14 books. So I, from living in mud huts with the poor, we moved to the national headquarters of two political parties and uh, have now traveled about 35 countries lecturing. And uh, I'm looking forward to my trip to Australia next month. Okay, now you're coming out to Australia and uh, you're going to be speaking with the Australian Christian Lobby. Uh, You're going to be involved in um, some wonderful events around the nation. What's the message that you're bringing to our country? The message is that it is truth that transforms. There are many immigrants uh, who want to immigrate into Australia from neighboring countries 
because their own cultures oppress them. You don't see many Australians who want to immigrate as illegal aliens to their neighboring countries. Uh, and just that fact shows that the people who are seeking to come into Australia at a great price and great risk, often by boats, uh, they don't believe that all cultures are the same. They prefer Australian culture for obvious reasons. They think that there is more freedom, more justice, more human dignity, more opportunities in Australia. The question is, what created Australia? Australia right now is on a quest to dismantle its heritage, to deny the very facts, factors that made Australia what it mm. is, uh, a place that attracts people as a place of hope. But the Australian intellectual and uh, the government is seeking to dismantle that rich heritage which has created Australia. So what I will be sharing is how truth, how the Bible created the modern world, including Australia. And as you reject the very force that created the modern world, that is the soul of Western civilization, the Bible, you are uh, preparing yourself for destruction because Germany did that in the 20th century. Germany was the most educated nation. It was the first Protestant nation in Europe um, under beginning with Martin Luther. But as it rejected its heritage, it destroyed itself and became a terrible problem to the countries in the neighborhood. And uh, Australia is not immune. A similar thing is happening to America. America has been a great blessing to the world. But as America amputates its soul, it will become what happened to Germany. Now, one thing I've been dying to ask you, I saw that your first book um, that took the attention of the American public was a book called India, The Grand Experiment. And uh, it was a book on the New Age movement. I've come across a lot of people involved in, you know, the whole hotchpotch of religions and beliefs and philosophies that is involved in the New Age movement. What was the message that you brought with that book? And how important is it for Christians uh, to actually understand what the New Age movement is about and how uh, to minister to people in that movement? Yeah. Uh, actually, India, the grand experiment was study of how India became a modern, free democratic society. So that was published on the 50th anniversary of India's freedom in 1997. Before that, in 91, I had written the book which in England was called In Search of Self Beyond the New Age. And in America, the American edition published by InterVarsity Press was called When the New Age Gets Old, Looking for a Greater Spirituality. Now, actually, that book uh, attracted the attention of some a pastor in um, near Brisbane, and um, I came twice to Australia to speak on the theme of the New Age movement. So yes, the New Age movement is something that uh, has become old because the promise that human beings will become God, um, enlightened, uh, and the UFOs will come and rescue us and or that the age of Aquarius will be an age of tranquility and peace and justice, etc. Most of those promises have not been fulfilled. So as a movement, of course, old age is, uh, new age is old. But as a philosophy now called new spirituality or neo-paganism, 
it is gaining ground because it has to gain ground. It is, in fact, the only alternative to Christianity. Uh, the basic fundamental point is, do we live in a universe where there are two distinct reality, God, the creator, and creation, which is not God, but uh, exists outside of God? So, do we live in a universe of two realities, the creator and creation, or one reality, that creation is God, man is God, divinity is within you, and somehow you have forgotten that you are God, and enlightenment means realizing your divinity. So this choice between monism, that all reality is one, or dualism, that creator and creation are distinct, and creation is accountable to God, and if people who are created with free will choose to rebel against God, they will be judged and they will be punished. So, if I am God, then I don't have to fear God. Uh, but the fear of God is contingent upon the fact that I'm a creature, created, and accountable to God. And that sense of dependency and accountability to God is what cultivated the fear of God. Um, so, the New Age movement is really uh, the deception that Satan brought to Adam and Eve in the garden, that you eat this fruit and you will become God. Uh, you will become like God. Uh, they, Adam and Eve were already the image of God, but they needed to um, love the Lord, serve Him, walk in His ways, uh, but they tried to become God, and that's the heart of rebellion that we do not want to live under the authority of God. So uh, that's a sort of summary of the New Age movement, but in that book I've studied spiritism, astrology, UFOs, uh, alternative medicine, um, back to the future kind of uh, physics and uh, karma, reincarnation, a number of Subject. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I'm just looking at your itinerary for Australia. You're going to be in Sydney, Canberra, Brisbane, Adelaide, uh, then Canberra, then Sydney. You're speaking at the Australian Christian Lobby National Conference. Uh, and the website to go to is revelationmovement.com uh, for the Australian itinerary for Dr. Vishal Mangalwadi. Now, um, before we go, the most important question I've got to ask, uh, there might be people listening that aren't Christians, and they might want to hear from you what is the gospel. Would you share that with our, our listeners? Yes. The gospel is that Jesus Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. He was buried and on the third day rose again according to the scriptures. Now, this is not a story. This is eyewitness account. The people who saw Jesus hanging on the cross, they could see that this man was not innocent. Uh, it was not the justice of this world which was hanging on the cross, but injustice, evil, brutality, sin of mankind that was hanging on the cross. And third day, his grave was empty. He was risen. He is resurrected. And this is the truth. He is the truth of the universe. And um, what is happening is that this fundamental truth that God has come into history, spoken to us, and acted for our salvation to save us from our, our sin and to transform us 
into his own likeness, this is the amazing truth that transforms societies. Uh, Muslim world, for example, in 1300 years, has never been able to create free societies in no Muslim country from its own internal uh, theological, spiritual, intellectual resources has ever created a free society because Islamic world rejects the fact that God comes into this world to establish his kingdom. If God does not come here to establish his kingdom, we have no option but to be ruled exclusively by sinful men. Therefore, not only Islam, but atheism has never created political freedom. It is the Lordship of Christ that abolishes the Lordship of man. Lordship of Christ sets us free. So I will be sharing during this trip how truth has transformed history, creating political freedom, creating intellectual freedom, creating economic freedom, and creating the modern world, and globalizing the modern world through the missionary movement. Um, the tragedy of countries such as Australia and America and Europe is that while the law came through Moses, grace and truth came from Jesus, Christianity has, become, has been branded as the party of faith, not a party of truth. We are excited about amazing grace. We are not excited about amazing truth. And this uh, tour is meant to fire up the Australian church with a passion and excitement about the amazing truth. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Vishal Mangalwadi. And the website to go to is revelationmovement.com if you'd like to uh, get in contact and find out more about his Australian tour. Well, God bless you. Thank you so much. Thank you. If you'd like to download this interview, just go to www.historymakersradio.com. And also, you can make a donation if you'd like. I'm Matt Prater. Have a great week. History.